So, uh, you hear about that subway shooting the other day, right? Yeah. Well, can you go into detail about it? I just heard glimpse uh, details about it. You heard glimpse? No, you, you see a glimpse. You don't hear a glimpse. That's not the correct way to use that word. All right. I'm, I'm not an English major. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'm a, I'm I'll a explain it. You, the correct thing to say was elaborate more. All elaborate right. more I'm on not an English major either. I'm fucking 17, so... Yeah, so what happened, basically, there was this guy, um, kind of grew up in New York, then he moved pretty much all over the country, he was in the Midwest for a little bit, in Milwaukee, I think he lived in Philadelphia at the time he committed this atrocity in New York, and basically, he had a YouTube channel where he would just rant about everything, like, he hated hated whites, no, but he was like one of them motherfuckers, he hated whites, he hated blacks, he hated Jews, he hated the mayors, like, he hated all these people, and there was a bunch of videos on his YouTube channel, you know, just ranting about these people. And a lot of times, you know, you could see it was pretty obvious that there were some deep mental issues with this guy. Um, he left very chilling hints. He said, um, I don't care if I go to jail. My life is basically fucked right now. Like, I don't really care what happens to me. Um, he said that it's not the shooter. It's what society does to the shooter that makes him do something when he was commenting on other atrocities. So did he, like, live in the city all of his life, pretty much? He grew up in New York. I'm not. I think he moved out like 2006 or something like that. It was the first time he moved out. And but he hated he it. To? He he blamed New York in his videos. He blamed New York for all of his mental trauma and all this. And you saw like all this. Um, I told you he went to Milwaukee. He went to Philadelphia. But you saw. So he just went city to city. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't try reaching out to the country though. No. Try to get away from the people. Mm-mm. He just basically went back right into another city, a whole new environment, no. thinking there would be change, but. No, a lot of big cities are the same. Like, people in New York just complain about New York. It'll be the same in Philadelphia. It'll be the same in Milwaukee. Milwaukee, traffic isn't as bad, but still major city, city. yeah. They're always on a mission, everybody Mm -hmm. in the city. Yeah, and they're they're not as compassionate as people, I feel like, where we live in the rural areas. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But do you think the guy would be like, say, for example... Put him like not a mental hospital. He could do, but like say if you moved him out to like a country land area, basically living on his own, maybe with a dog or something. How do you think he'll do? Do you think it would be better? Or? Like you say, okay, let's make this person grow up in this area. Yeah, or like you know when he moved out two thousand six, why didn't he go to the country? <laughs> do you think he would uh, his actions would have changed? I maybe it would have some a different you know point of view of life. You know, perhaps it would have. But I really don't think that when a person's that far gone, you know, especially when the trauma was built up in yeah. New York, right? Maybe if you can make the argument if he was born in a rural area, then yeah, maybe he wouldn't turn out this way. But like, he already had that trauma from being in New York, which pretty much caused this shooting in the first place, and he never dealt with it. And that was just going to come out in other areas because it was never dealt with. Okay. I see what you're saying. So what, what happened though exactly? Um, what, put a gas mask It was a freaky ass attack Something straight out of a movie He put a gas mask on And threw gas bombs Into the subway And just let off rounds Now thankfully He didn't kill anybody But he did send like 13 to the hospital Or something like that He didn't that. kill anyone? That's no surprising. That, that was very very surprising And it was A good thing to hear Like you said yeah. that Like that was disappointing You're like You didn't kill anyone? Well no I'm just saying I'm well, you just said surprised that, like, You said that like, I'm not disappointed You got you're like Jeez I'm just surprised he didn't get anyone with that. You said that like someone reacting to Donovan Mitchell's first half yesterday. He only had two points. He didn't kill anyone. Like, 
Okay, yeah, but isn't it a bad thing? Just, it's a very good thing you didn't kill anyone. It is a very good thing. Um, because killings are just insane in this country. You know, you talk about some of the major cities, 60% of murders go unsolved in Chicago, 70% go unsolved in Jacksonville. Like, it's just, murders don't usually go, go solved, especially when they're gun violence, because you just spray the guy and you get out. Yeah, they don't, nobody knows. Yeah, no, it's not like you're stabbing someone, you're leaving a blood trail or something like that. Like, no, it's literally you could drive up to someone, shoot them to death, and they don't know it was you because there's 17,000 people in the city with the exact same gun. It's crazy because, like, you know, people, people in the city, like, they also, like, I was talking to a few, you know, boys from Philadelphia, you know, the, the Temple, Billy and, you know, Billy and Nate. I, I know them. Yeah. Yes. They were telling me, yesterday. like, yeah, no, they were telling me, like, how they just shoot off fireworks down there in the streets, and sometimes you don't know if it's a gunshot or just a firework just going off. Yeah, I know. It's probably, Temple's a bad area. Like, it's right, like, here's Temple, and here are, like, literally all the bad areas of Philadelphia right around Temple. Yeah, the, the just, crazy part is, like, they were telling me, like, the crime rate in Temple is, like, 0.2% or something like that, but that's just on campus. That's on campus. Yeah, you walk, like... 500 feet off campus. Which was where a lot of these college students are living. Like, you know, it's dangerous. It's one of the more dangerous areas in the United States. Now, it's not as bad as, you know, certain areas of Chicago or, like I said, Jacksonville or even, like, New York. Mm -hmm. But it's still pretty bad. It's still, still not good that there's this much crime in the inner cities and, you know, a lot of things you could blame for it. You could blame redlining. You could blame just like the system of what's redlining. You know what redlining is? Oh. Um. Basically, it was the segregation of communities back in like the '60s. Um, certain communities where they lived, they were redlined, right? So here was like the suburbs, and here was the inner city. This is usually how I went. Inner city got redlined, and everything past this redline didn't qualify for certain loans, certain funding, certain, you know, just overall social programs that the ones over here did like they were able to take out loans they were able to grow wealth they were able to buy houses yeah, and, shit. and that's why we have such a you know racial inequity in this country and you know wealth divide in this country because the system was designed in a way that it just made these groups harder to grow wealth than others you know and, oh, so yeah, able to, and, and, and it sucks because like you know we aren't like that. We don't have that mindset today, but it's kind of like a lot of these people are still living under the same conditions that they would have been back in like the 60s. Well, and it's not, it's not right. We need to do something about it. Here's the thing what really scratched my mind. I watched a video around Christmas time about the architecture in Manhattan and New York City and how they're building all these high rises, multi million dollar high rises. And basically, one, one wealthy person gets a floor on the high rise. And they get away with all these tax cuts and everything like that because they're building houses for like the inner city people, right? But the people that are living in living it, it can't afford it. They can't afford to they upkeep can't afford it. That. But like they get it, they get the project's tax break because yeah, because they, they built it and like now people are living in the skyscrapers don't have to pay taxes in New York City for like ten years it's or fu- more. It's fucked how some people do it like and they just abuse charities and shit like guess that guess how much money they're missing out on right now New York City in taxes how much 7.4 billion I think they would 
they would need some of that money. With, that, that, that's just on the low end. I'm with the amount sure. of poverty that's in New York, with how expensive it is, like you can make seventy grand in New York, it's like making forty grand, thirty grand around here. Like it's insane. It's I don't, like that guy went crazy in New York City. He says, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's just. <laughs> Look at the I'm, conditions they have. I don't want to blame the city for what he did. He was a terrible man, but you know exactly. that combined with the stigma against mental health, like this guy was basically a cry for help like my therapist said like we were talking about this situation He's like certain people like that like they are just begging for it they're begging for some type of assistance they don't know it themselves but they like, need it pe- they need it yeah it's basically like you know someone's showing signs of dementia or something like that yeah and you know we usually take stuff like that seriously we should be taking other things seriously yeah i feel like we, we gotta have more help for some stuff mm-hmm. but you know do you think with this guy for example, I brought this up to you before. You know the YouTube algorithm and stuff like that. But machine learning and everything these days and, you know, you voice recognition. Been pulled is what you're trying to say? Like he should have not, not pulled, but like flagged or something. You think like, he should have got like the same treatment like Donald Trump got on a lot of these social... I feel like, I feel like they should have been like, not like flagged, but like some, somehow helped out. Yeah. Like help out the guy. Like, YouTube like, could have reported it to something. Reported it to him, try to find him, get him some state counseling or something yeah. like that. I, I, I understand what you're saying there, but, like, Can YouTube, YouTube even doesn't do give that? a fuck. They, yeah, they could, don't. but they don't give a fuck because the guy has no audience, right? So, basically, according to YouTube, like, they didn't he didn't even exist. He's spreading all this hateful rhetoric, and, yeah, he wasn't really spreading it because, then again, he didn't have an audience, but he's saying all these hateful things, and basically because, you know, he was never really dissected or talked to or something like that like something like youtube would or report him get him in the state counseling you know was able to fester and that youtube he basically used it as a cesspool for all of his emotions and shit like that and then the few people that he had would say yeah you're right then and there that would only encourage him more and more and then you saw what happened mm-hmm. 